Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk. One thing I'm delighted to talk about, because it is Science Week, uh, as if you need telling, is the participation of young girls and women in the field of STEM. There has been a lot done, a lot achieved over the last 10 or 15 years that I've been working in this sphere. But what more can we do? Uh, Caroline Driscoll is the Corporate and International Tax Partner partner at Deloitte Ireland and the co-founder of iWish. Uh, Caroline, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Jess. Uh, I'm delighted to be chatting with you. This is something that I suppose when I first started reporting on technology, maybe 10 years ago, I felt very gravely because I would be at phone launches and there could be, you know, 200 or 500 people there and I could count on two hands the number of women in the room, whether they were journalists or whether they were executive speaking. And I do think the, I suppose, visibility of women in technology has changed drastically, which is great. But is that trickling down to the participation of younger girls in STEM? It is, Jess, but I suppose the pace of change has been slow. Um, If I look back maybe 10 years since I restarted, we can see that the participation of females in STEM in college, for example, has improved from about 29 to 36%. Um, But I think we felt back then when we set up I Wish that the issue was the pipeline was leaky, that, you know, the, the phone event that you describe, actually, we can't really make that change at that level unless we actually work with the school system. And that's why I wish was set up to, I suppose, influence teenage girls in their STEM subject choices um, to leaving cert. And change is happening. It is improving, but it is slow. Mm. Yeah, one of the things and one of the best things I think that's happened over the last number of years is that STEM, which is obviously science, technology, engineering and maths, has become STEAM. So science, technology, engineering, arts and maths. And having that A there, I think, has invited other people who may have instantly discounted themselves from a career in tech to the table because they may think, well, do you know what? I don't want to be a programmer but I'm quite creative and maybe I could be a good engineer working on voice assistants to find other applications for that type of technology. Have you seen that having an impact as well? It does. And I think that convergence of creativity, arts and science is very appealing to girls. Um, But there's still a lack of information in the classroom. And I think what we need to do is support schools to get that knowledge across to girls as to what those careers look like. We surveyed the girls who attend I Wish every year. There's about 2,000 of them respond. Um, and nearly 70% of them are saying they don't have enough information about um, jobs in STEM. They don't have enough information about STEM college courses. And I think we need to link those STEM career pathways, whether that's in the arts, creativity, engineering, to what they do in the classroom. And I think mm-hmm. my own view is the way to do that is through female role models and storytelling, you know, getting women to tell their story in STEM, that you can be, you know, a a programmer programming, you know, a spaceship to the moon. It could be a piece of kit sitting in front of you in a classroom. We saw the impact of this during COVID, you know, science delivered the vaccine. In my job as an accountant, we couldn't have functioned without technology. It allowed us to work from home. So I suppose making those jobs real for girls, I Mm. think is one of the key things that we have to do. Yeah, it's that whole thing of if you can see it, you can be it. And I suppose the domino effect of or one of the impacts of this is that, you know, sometimes women don't put themselves forward to speak at conferences. And I always remember Anne O'Leary, who now works at Meta, she told me that, you know, if a woman goes for a job, 
uh, she'd want to make sure that she has 10 out of the 10 things on the list of requirements where a man might just go for it with six of the 10. And all of these little bits and pieces build together to make that wider picture. Uh, I want to bring Eve O'Callaghan in. Uh, Eve is a sixth year student and a STEM prefect in Mount Anvil. Uh, Eve, I didn't know STEM prefects existed. Uh, I assume you want to work in the field of STEM when you finish school. Um, I hope to study law and political science in college, so it wouldn't be a traditional STEM route, but I do understand that data and statistics will be really helpful. I suppose um, events like I Wish have shown me that STEM is involved in almost every college course and every career. Mm. And is it something that you wish you had, like you mentioned there working with I Wish, do you wish that you had uh, been aware of all this maybe uh, when you were younger or uh, earlier on in your school life? Um, yeah, I suppose it, it really showed me, especially the female role model showed me the challenges girls face in pursuing STEM careers. And perhaps if I'd gone to I Wish a couple of years earlier, maybe I would have understood that mm. earlier on. Yeah, I think one of the great things is that organisations like I Wish exist now and there are events and there are groups and there are meetups and it is bit by bit, I suppose, transforming. Uh, Catherine Fanagan is the guidance, guidance counsellor and TY coordinator at Mount Anvil School and she's with us as well. Uh, Catherine, what more can be done to encourage teenage girls to get involved in the STEM subjects at that very important age in, the, in their development? I think events like I Wish are really good. I think it's also about increasing work experience opportunities for transition year students, um, allowing them to see um, not not even so much the traditional, you know, STEM idea of, say, working in a lab or, or working, you know, very directly in terms of technology, but getting them to see how you, could, you can work in any organization and it will have some kind of a STEM focus. Um, so I think it's about that idea of of uh, not pigeonholing the uh, the careers for them, or or helping them to see that you know not everybody who studies who studies uh, chemistry goes to work in a pharmaceutical mm-hmm. organisation. People study chemistry and then go off and be television presenters. You know, there, there's a there's a variety of different things that people do. Yeah, and Caroline, I want to bring you back in. Caroline, uh, the co-founder of iWish. I suppose that's the that's the key message here, isn't it? Careers have changed so dramatically. Uh, things are no longer linear. There is that sort of cross mishmash of if you can start doing one thing and go into another thing. But technology really is for everyone. It's just about finding uh, what lane on the motorway you want to jump on on. Yeah, absolutely. And what I would say to girls is not to necessarily focus on the job, it's the skills that will take you to the economies of tomorrow, whether that is uh, creativity, problem solving, uh, curiosity. They're the kind of skills that you need to take you to the jobs of tomorrow because the pace of change is now so quick. Nearly 75% of the fastest growing careers in the world require a background in math or science. So mm. if girls aren't going to engage in STEM subjects, you know, you, you kind of have to ask, well, what will they do? And, and for me, it's not necessarily about every girl has to do STEM. It's about choice, that you yeah. have a, a real legitimate choice and you're not limited by stereotypes or biases. And that's what's going to take you to the jobs of tomorrow. Yeah, I, I didn't want to go down this road, but I will for a second, right? I have uh, about 75,000 nieces and nephews and I spent half my life in Smith's Toys. And one thing that drives me bananas is when we walk down the aisle of the boys' toys with all the blue boxes 
and there are these amazing STEM sets and there are little, you know, um, kids' laptops and there's all of this brilliant science and tech stuff in the world of toys. Then you go down the next lane and there's Barbies, dolls and kitchens, which is absolutely fine. Like I know both of my nieces and nephews liked playing with the kitchens and the dolls and the Barbies. But I do wonder if the stripping away of the blue versus pink and the placing of the STEM toys in a middle aisle or, you know, maybe even in the girls' aisle would make a difference because it does still be like appear to be a bit of a gendered issue. Absolutely. And look, this starts the, the minute we dress, you know, baby girls in pink and boys in blue and that that is, we see it in toys. We're also seeing it in clothing. I had a I have a twelve year old daughter and we went into a a, a high high street store and she wanted to buy a NASA sweatshirt and then noticed it was underneath the boys section so it's in our clothes it's in our toys mm. and I think we have to kind of pull away from that a bit um, because it, it does send the wrong message we see this bias in the school system so you know girls in mixed schools have more subject access to STEM subjects than they do in all girls schools so what mm. kind of a message does that send you know if you can't have the same choice um, in school. So it, it, it really permeates through all of society. And I do think it's a whole of society issue. You can't just fix any one part of it. I think it's it's quite systemic, actually. Yeah, absolutely. Well, look, came or came, bit by bit, it will change. I fully believe it. I am optimistic. And the three of you on the line here are part of that solution. So thank you so much uh, for joining me. That was Caroline Driscoll, Corporate and International Tax Partner with Deloitte Ireland and co-founder of I Wish, Evo Callahan, a six-year student at Mount Anvil and Catherine Fanagan, Guidance Counselor and TY Coordinator at Mount Anvil. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk.